0: Welcome to Finding Your Sexiness podcast, I'm your host Gail Thackeray and today I'm going to be with Jason McIntyre, I'm going to actually be doing some yoga poses, some stretching, some body work and we're going to be talking about health and beauty and that outer body that makes us sexy. Finding Your Sexiness. I'm your host, Gail Thackeray. Sexiness is living your life to the fullest. We interview leaders to find out what is their secret to success. What is that special ingredient that makes you stand out? Hi, and welcome to another episode. So, today we're going to be talking about health and fitness and beauty. Because Finding Your Sexiness... Obviously, it's partly about the outer self and what we look like and how we take care of our body and how we how that makes us feel. Because when now when we feel better, when now we've got more energy and we're exercising, we're we're also feeling good from the outside in. And so we're increasing our chi energy. We're increasing our sexiness. So I'm excited today. We've actually got Jason McIntyre, who is a masseuse, but he's a body worker. And he's going to give us some tips. He's going to give us some different stretching exercises to bring hydration to our body. So we're not talking about really exercising. He's going to be showing us some unique tips. One, to release back pain, which I know a lot of people suffer from. And I I get quite a lot of uh, lower back pain and he's going to be showing us some different postures and exercises that we can do and just some of some of the postures that the way that we walk the way that we move to bring through our sexiness which is about bringing the energy bringing the chi into our body so that we're getting that blood flow all through our body so i'm excited to be talking about health and fitness and i must admit i am not really great about going to the gym. I have a really hard time getting there. I don't know about you, but it's not my favorite activity. So my secret to getting to the gym is really putting out my stuff the night before and kind of slating into my calendar that I'm going to go in the morning. And if I'm half asleep and on automatic pilot, as soon as I get there, I'm fine It's just getting there. Usually I talk myself out of it. But my favorite activity is horse riding. So I much prefer to do something that I love that's fun and doesn't feel like exercise. So mine is horse riding. So I, I'll, often, I'll skip the gym and go horse riding instead. So I really believe if you've, got, if you've got an activity, if you play a sport, you do a game that is keeping you active, That's a great secret. So um, to me, having something that is keeping your mind entertained and you're enjoying and you're having fun exercising, that is absolutely the best. And I get told over and over and over that I need to hydrate more. Not very good at that either. So, you know, drinking a lot of water and they say you should Double your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh like 150 pounds, you should be drinking two times 15 ounces of water a day, which is a lot of water. And another great beauty tip is to drink cucumber in your water. That really hydrates and makes the skin wonderful and i what i've been doing recently what one of my uh, what a doctor told me about is to in the morning drink hot lemon hot lemon water so bef- when i first get up before i eat before i do anything i have a whole cup of hot lemon water and what that does is that gets your whole digestive system working that gets your gallbladder and your liver kind of clearing out and and flushing everything and I've really found that that is, I love that. That gives me actually a lot of energy and a lot of people s- swear by that to lose weight and keep their energy up. So that's just a little tip. And so anyway, I'm excited to, um, to work with Jason. I'm going to have my yoga wear on today and he's going to be demonstrating some things. So if you're listening to this on audio podcast Hopefully you can follow along, but we do have this on video. It will be on my site. It'll be on gailthackeray.com forward slash podcast. So if you go to gailthackeray.com, you can find the video of what we're talking about, but hopefully you can follow along with just the audio. Welcome to Finding Your Sexiness podcast. I'm here with Jason McIntyre. He's a body work. I don't want to say masseuse because it's a lot more involved than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you work with chi and energy. I'm very excited so it's going to be a little bit different today because yeah. Jason's actually going to be doing some demonstrations. That yes, please. Thank, thank you. you.
1: Yes, thank <laughs> you for having me here. This is one of the best things that I could sh- demonstrate to anybody. If you come up to a chair and you sit down so your bum's right here and your calves are on the couch and you can do this mostly anywhere, hotel rooms, and I'm gonna just bring your head down. Sometimes people don't need a pillow, so this pillow is just this pillow is just for comfort for, okay. you, for you. Most people don't need a pillow; it's more for comfort. So here, and I'm gonna pull the couch just a little bit closer to you, and that whisper even makes a difference. So there's a 90 degree here, and there's a 90 degree here. In that, the lower back goes from tight, and just it just softens a little bit. And right now, your lower back is sucking in blood flow. I
0: actually can feel it. actually feels really good in the lower back. It's so
1: calming. When this, our lower back is soft, more chi goes through it. This, our lower back, a lot of people know that our diaphragm is underneath our ribcage. What a lot of people don't know is our diaphragm is interwoven here at the lumbar vertebra. And a lot of us walk around with a tight lower back and that's gonna restrict their breath. This position brings in blood flow to your psoas muscle, which is interwoven with the diaphragm, and that all attaches to the inside of the leg. So this all area becomes liquefied. I even share with my my friends, imagine your sit bones gently floating away from each other and liquefying the area with your imagination.
0: And actually, actually, really, I feel warm here. It feels. I feel like blood flow is going to my lower back. It actually feels really comforting. Oh, that's
1: perfect. That's absolutely perfect. I share this. I have a lot of kirtan clients um, that, that sit at a harmonium on stage. And this, they tell all their friends. And this position here alone has been helping them. And they go on tour and they're carrying their things. They do this a lot. And it's been saving them. And they prefer. They perform all the time, and this is one thing, because they don't have time for a massage. So this is one of those, this is, when, your body, when one's body is super tight, this position is better than a massage, because sometimes a lot of massage therapists don't know how to work with muscles that are tight, dehydrated. So they can irritate it. They can irritate the same tissue that's already irritated. There's already inflammation in the body. So when you get tight, it can increase that.
0: And then if you don't have a chair that's 90 degrees, you just put a pillow underneath. That's perfect,
1: here. yes. This is a perfect this is a perfect fit. And when I, 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 I sat down there for a moment and because of the length of between my knee and my hip, I put this and this was 90 degrees for me. So I would love to can you prop your knees and I'm gonna put this here? And this would irritate your body. This position, the same you're actually lying down, like I demonstrated before, your legs are up. But this because the angle actually irritates your lower back, about here in your spine, like right, right in here. So I just wanted this is like what not to do. Um, <laughs> and then this, you can feel the difference. And then the obverse, of course, if this was lower. When it's lower, it's easier because you can just put a towel. Yes. You can put pillows too, but my preference is towels because they're flat, like um, towels or blankets. It's flat, and it's just there's to me there's more contact with, with the body. Now that this is soft. The chi starts coming up. And then, for those of us who have tight in here, this is phenomenal. All you do, if you stay down there, and if I prop your arm here, I'm going to do the same thing on the other side, which is prop your arm here, and what this does is now this can relax completely. And I might even take your, your pillow away because... Now your pillow is actually you're you don't need a pillow because you don't have that tightness. Th- this is probably a better position for you. This is really comfortable.
0: I could hang out here and read a book.
1: Yes, and when I actually and if you were to read a book, that's when the pillow would come in handy. You would prop your head. You may even have two pillows so that you're looking down at the book. And then I would love for you to consider if you were to do that, put a pillow here, and have the book on the pillow. So that you're not using any muscles. You're not using your fingers to hold the pages. Everything is just self-sustained. Mm-hmm. And there's no effort. So all the muscles, except when you're turning the page, all the muscles are not being used. And it's relaxing. And then there's a chi current that goes through the body, and it facilitates that. Aversely, if you were to lie straight, at the, because you give a lot of lectures, and... If you, at the end of the day, when you lie down on the bed, it's like, oh, my gosh, it feels so good. And it does feel so good because you're not standing. But your lower back, because, it's, because, because we're standing all day, and you're standing sometimes on some hard platform, sometimes softer, but most times hard, and then our, our back is going to, and it's going to be hard to drink fluids during some of these days. So our lower back can get pretty tight. If you lie down, that tightness is still pulling. If you do this before you go to bed, then this takes the tissue that's tight and it softens it. Then you could lie down because when you're lying down, you're actually it looks like a relaxing position, but you're pulling on the muscles that are already being pulled. This uh, takes that pull out. I don't know if I said that in a way that's understanding.
0: Yes, I do. I okay,
1: perfect. So, um, and the reason why I want to impress upon you that concept is because if one was to do this before a yoga class, what happens is already you're tapped into your parasympathetic nervous system, your relaxed state. Your breathing begins to slow down because your muscles are soft. You're in a different nervous system. In this state, there's more circulation. And then you, if there's more circulation, more softness in your muscles, you have more access to the neural matrix. So you have more access to more nerves. So... In other words, what I'm saying is if you did this, you would get more benefit out of yoga class if you did this before a yoga class because you have more access to more muscles. If you didn't do this and you had a tight lower back, you would have that strained, limited uh, range of motion but limited access to a lot of your neural pathways. This also helps you access, because of the softness and the liquefaction between the sit bones, helps you access your adductors and abductors which to me is the most important muscles of movement that I've discovered because we have our we have our diaphragm here we have our psoas in our lumbar vertebra here in the back the psoas goes through the ilium the hips it comes alongside the iliacus and then it becomes a muscle called the iliopsoas and that attaches we have the greater trochanter on the outside of the body and we have the lesser trochanter on the inside of the same bone. Those muscles from your mid-spine attach into the, the inside of the body here. So therefore when you bring your left leg forward, your lower back moves. When you bring your right leg forward when you're walking, your lower right back moves. So there's, there's, those washers- You want with, me to
0: stand up and show me- I what would love that.
1: It. I love that. Yes, please. Nice. So to demonstrate, can you just bring one foot in front? When you, dem- when you walk like this, so, so we're not going to walk out of, out of the lens of the camera, but when this foot walks, the hips actually go like this because these muscles in here yes. go through the ilium and they attach to the inside here. So just naturally because the muscles are here, that's going to go like that. When you bring the other leg forward, then this lower back goes the opposite. So there's this, like, do you remember those top-loading washers with that thing that turns the clothes, right? Yeah. Well, that that oscillates and it it moves the clothes. So right here, if I can demonstrate in front of you, if you have your spine, when you when you move that leg forward, it goes that way. When you move that leg forward, so there's this constant motion like this. That constant motion pumps blood up into the spine. We have cerebral fluids that come all the way down the spine to your sacrum, to the second vertebra in the sacrum. And and when you do when you do that that pumps blood constantly right up through the medulla oblongata here and all through the brain. However, there's the however in all of that. Most of us, most of us on the in, in the United States, I don't travel overseas very much. Most of us in the United States don't move all in here. That means they limit the motion of blood getting into the head. They do the back and forth, but it's about from here. They do back and forth from here when they're walking as opposed to back and forth from here when they're walking.
0: So is that why I sometimes get pain in the lower back?
1: The pain is, the pain is from, la- the answer is yes. And then to expand on that, yes. Uh, the reason why I get pain in the lower back is as you're moving, this is not moving at all. So
0: this part is staying straight when it
1: should be going like this when Absolutely. And I'm
0: moving from here. Yes,
1: right yes. And that's, most of us do that. And just by observation, it's most likely because we sit a lot. And you don't see that, you you see it in all countries. But it's less prominent in other countries where they're going back and forth. And it's really prominent here where we do a lot of sitting in cars and in the, in, in the homes. Like, even in my house, I don't have... I, we all sit on the floor. We have Lots of crystals, big ones and everything, but we... The crystals, big so you, you shouldn't really
0: be sitting on a couch. If you have a couch, you should be...
1: Doing the 90 degree thing. Well, right? I I mean, yeah, that's what a good that's what a couch is for for the ninety yeah. ninety. Um that's what I I mean and I mean I it is nice to just kind of flop back and like yeah. this is like not the healthiest for the body, but it is fun, so I totally get that. But if you want optimum health, actually like and but but it would take a body to do it. It would take a hydrated body. But that's why you see in other cultures where they're just squatting. They're even squatting when they're eating.
0: Yeah, I mean, is it like yes. the the Japanese sit how yeah, like
1: this? Yeah, that is so healthy for the body. Really? That like, just
0: am I doing this correctly?
1: Well, there's variations of doing. So the answer is yes. And yeah. then they're they're eating, so they're going to be. This is correct. This is actually a really good posture for your body. And then when they're eating, they're going to be. They're they're going to have more movement in the lower back because they grew up in this position. So they're actually up. They're they're not up straight. There's a huge difference between being, even at the piano, when they teach you, please sit up straight. If you you were to take your body and just bring it slightly forward and bring your chest slightly down, it opens up the back. So even if you're sitting at a piano bench, but people often teach, sit up straight, and that compromises the integrity of the muscles
0: it's not easy to hold this position it, it's not, no,
1: <laughs> it's not easy because, it, because it's newer but, but these, these children who grew up like that who never came out of it it's easy for them, it's, it's natural it's not even, it's not even easy it, it, it is easy, it's not just easy it's, it's, it's innate mm-hmm. and through that innate access to their body they have more blood pumping up into their head all the time so that blood just keeps pumping, pumping, pumping. Through that, through that, that walking is phenomenal for the body. Most of us oscillate from here. And I'm, yes, I'm suggesting when our body is uh, fluid in the lower back and optimal health, we're actually oscillating from even just above the pubic bone and the lower back, all of your lower back.
0: So we're talking about finding your sexiness. Which oh. is about running your energy and oh, your vitality. Please. Do you believe in yes. chi
1: energy? I, I do. All this moves the chi. But I'd like to speak to what you just said about sexiness. Yes. Please consider any ballet that you've went to, any dance that you've went to. Imagine several people on stage, even 16, 20 people on stage. Your eye is going to go to one of them. In all situations, they're moving from here. If your eye is on them and you're like, I'm watching that person. Like you're not doing it constantly. So, They're moving from there. So the
0: person who's more sexy is moving from this. Part
1: 100%. It's outstanding. <laughs> it's outstanding. It, 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 it's, even if I put my hands here and just bring your awareness here, there's, um, I made this stuff up. I, I, I've been around a few people that have I've uh, been, my, one of my influential teachers, Ron Fletcher, and he was in the Pilates world. And so I expanded some things that he taught me about the pivot bone. I pretend there's an energy going up. I mean, this this is actually accurate as well. But there's so many rhythms of chi. This is one of endless. It's actually endless. We have endless movements of chi. This is one. But I speak to this one a lot. So it, I, when I teach ballet, I teach a play this way as well. So from here, lifting up, the energy is constantly going up. And you happen to have a line here which is perfect for me for the demonstration. The energy is constantly going up. And then from this line, the energy is constantly going down. So it's like this constant lift and even as i even as i touch you here do you get a sense and and this energy like you, your your knees are into the ground so the energy is coming down the energy is coming right down here but yet at the same time there's a lift and when you're in here you, you don't even need balance you can walk the balance beam in a gymnastics class you can walk I, i've never oh yeah my friends have walked on those ropes that they hide between trees and they're in here <laughs> they <were doing> that. <laughs>
0: So how does somebody walk, make sure that they're walking like that? Because if I'm normally um, using my upper body yes. and I'm not doing this, how, no. do I, how do I learn to use my body
1: like that, this so I get my sex-
0: sexy chi going?
1: Yes. <laughs> um, first of all, even feeling the area. And what, what um, my, some of my friends have, they come to my house, they're playing with things I have around the house and have have, happen to have this sandbag that's 15 pounds. They put it on here. And so and they just lie on the floor and they just feel it. Sometimes they lie in that position, which one of my friends calls the hydration pose. <laughs> it's a great, um, I usually call it the 9090, but the hydration pose is such a good name for it. And so in here, it, it's, it's, it's an area that we've disconnected from. When we sit, we lose the neural connectivity with that area too. So when
0: you're sitting, I suppose, this is all scrunched
1: up here. It is. It, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be, but we've developed a, a nice way of compressing in here. But if you really kind of lift up and you see the children that are not carrying backpacks, you'll see them sit down, but there's a lid. There's almost like a lightness. And even if they get in a car, they're not even sitting against the seat because all this chi is in here, and it's holding them. And, you know, like I mean, I've done it too. Like You just get in the car and you drive, but, but um, especially driving long trips. So in this position, they're still in in the beginning. Those people who grew up with this, they're not thinking about this at all. For us, including myself, I have an injury in my lower back, so this is why I've done so much research in here, it was because of my injury that I've done so much research in here. So there is a, imagination is one of the most important things that I've found in healing. And if you can just imagine lengthening, and lengthening here but complementing it with a lengthen between the scapula and the back, so there's, a, there's an energy goes up. Of course, there's other energies as well, so not to discount those, but to, as a segue to feel the other energies in the body, and to isolate this particular one, helps you feel the other energies of the body too. There's many in the energy I'm referring to as the chi that you referenced. If one was up in here only, you would compress the back but if one was to lift up in here and lengthen between the scapula, then there's more of a lift. Now, the way you're sitting, um, I want to share something with you. My friends teach in a weekend, and they teach, so when we're at a computer, they teach to bend forward a lot at the hips only, so you can curl forward, but pretending that they use the word hinge, they pretend this is the hinge that comes forward, and then come back slightly, but not straight, and then they use this one, they say, this is a cue, I, I go, they must have a different cue. I'm going to show you their cue. Their cue is, bring your nipples towards your hips.
0: Well, that one works.
1: <laughs> and it's crazy. Yes, yeah, so, so watch, it's very, it's, and it's very slight. So from here, watch this, and lengthen here. Now watch this. Just, now I can say bring your chest down. It doesn't, it's not the same. Just, and it's just, it's a very, it's a very gentle movement. And I wanted to replace the words, to reach more people. It's nipples. It's incredible. (laughs) It's incredible. If you're here at the piano bench or anywhere, you just lean forward. Like You can lean way forward. This is not where to be. It's just a gauge where you want to go back. So perpendicular is not a good idea. And it is slightly forward. It's not just slightly forward, but you bring the nipples down. So watch, see the movement. It's almost like a suggestion. And in that suggestion, this lengthens.
0: Oh, I feel that. Yeah, isn't that
1: incredible? Yeah, it's it, it's great for the computer work.
0: Because I'm always on the computer, wow. and I'm slouching over like this. So
1: wow, wow! I would love I'm to sure s-
0: that's why I get lower back. On the well, yeah, because
1: top. it's being constantly compressed, and then um, and then you can feel like when you're sitting straight up, it really compresses the brain. The, the brain. <laughs> Actually, I do <laughs> refer to this in. as a brain. <laughs> um, so I'd love to pre- have you pretend that this is only one hinge. As if this was your head and this was your hips and this was your legs, can you bring your whole body forward to about there? Come about half, halfway back to about there. Now watch. Bring your nipples down. That's it. That's that's perfect. How does that feel? I
0: felt it as soon as I do the nipple down. I it's yeah. the
1: nipples down, not back. chest down. Yeah, if you the do the back. chest down, there's a too big of a movement. Isn't that great? So that's not my idea. It's my friends. It's yeah. phenomenal. And that even... I, when they shared that with me, that was awesome. So these
0: things that you're showing us, yes. they're getting the, the the body moving, the chi moving, mm-hmm. but also the blood flow. Yeah, they're getting the hydration to the body. Yes, And this is all helping to bring out that, that vitality, that energy, that health.
1: It is. Do you know, I work long days. I don't get tired. And I have I have four herniated discs in my lower spine. And I don't get tired. Because I use these these elements. They're phenomenal. The rejuvenating. they're rejuvenating, they they help me, I, and I love, I, I can also do nothing all day long, which I also love to do, but it's an equal passion to be very fully engaged as well with many, many things, um, and I don't get tired.
0: Yeah, and you have this great passion for your work.
1: <laughs> I do. Yeah? I'm sure you've worked with, like, athletes and stuff like that, but one thing in many sports, you know, soccer, football, basketball, a lot of them, coaches will tell the people to focus right here. On movement, That is unbelievable. So you That's know, music to my ears. Yeah, so mm-hmm. in basketball, especially, because that's what I did in high school, the coach always say, don't watch their eyes, don't watch their feet, their hands or their chest or anything, look at their hips, and it'll tell you where they're going to go. Wow, so as you're telling me, I'm imagining that, yeah. and I see that. Yeah. That, that's, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that's our fantastic
0: producer thing. here is just telling us <laughs> that uh, in sports, that the coach has told him to look at this area here. Yes. because if they, if they look wow. to this area here yes. it will show them which way the hips okay. are going to go so
1: that's, that's amazing that is amazing yeah. and you know if I was a coach I, I agree with that 100% if I was a coach I would design the costumes with some odd design right there to throw the people off <laughs> <laughs> because if, if it's predictable I wouldn't want the opponents to know that it's predictable so maybe some sort of cut in the thread <laughs> so you wouldn't actually see the design <laughs>
0: So what are the major things that people tend to come up with?
1: Is it chill? A lot of people say, I have incredible pain in my neck. Yes. And then that's the last place I touch. What I've noticed is our, our, our bodies, no matter what's going on in our bodies, no matter what's going on in our bodies, it's a result of one thing. It's, it's bad It's also true patterns. Thinking patterns, movement patterns, breathing patterns, eating patterns. The patterns go on. What pattern is it? Is it a collection of a few? Usually it is a collection of a few. Usually it's not one pattern that leads into anything. So people say there's I'm having so much problem with my neck. That's the last place to touch. I'm going to touch your scapula, I'm going to touch your pecs, I'm going to get more circulation going into the neck. Usually the neck is fine, it's just being pulled from all the different angles. I may start in the lower back. Oftentimes, our tight neck is from tight glutes, and we actually squeeze our glutes. Like, we squeeze them when we're lying.
0: If you're squeezing your glutes, you can get a tight neck?
1: Absolutely. And how it works, and I demonstrate through, um, I I would grab somebody's shirt, and when when the glutes are tight, you can see me pull your shirt over here. When your glutes are tight, they pull on your pecs. Do you feel your shirt being pulled like that? Yeah. That's what happens down here. So most tight necks are from tight glutes. So I remember one client I had and she I said your, 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 your glutes are very tight and she says, oh, thank you. I'm just like, She had me laughing like crazy. I was in such a different space. And she was also joking, but, but it really threw me off. And um, but but then I then I, I, I wanted to and what I meant by the tight glutes is your glutes had a holding pattern. So if you were to take your fist and just squeeze it, that's a holding pattern and how a muscle functions the best is it contracts and it expands contracts and it expands when you in our glutes a lot of us a lot of us we contract our glutes and they're not expanding so the other muscles around it have to overwork so i go into these muscle fibers and i soften them
0: when i told you sometimes lower back yes you looked at me and you started working yeah. here
1: yeah I not did. the lower back I, I did. So sometimes I see the body as an algorithm. So if, if you had a, I, I want to speak to that and to make the point easier, if, if somebody says they have a tight neck, I might start working on their, their bum. Yeah. And then they're like, maybe they, he doesn't understand anatomy. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, and the reason why, and I want to speak to what you just said about the lower back, is, is so the neck, I was just sharing that it, a lot of it begins in the glutes a lot of the headaches that we have begin down here. So They're if you've pulling. got
0: migraines, somebody's been a pain in the butt. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes
1: if <laughs> migraines do come from different sources. That would be a source. A migraine, for sure, if the brain is fluid, you're not going to get a migraine. The migraine is restricted, flu, uh, restricted circulation in different parts of the body. Sometimes it is the liver, sometimes it is... Uh, all of the spine. Sometimes it's the sinus cavities. We have sinus cavities here, as everybody knows, but we have sinus cavities here, and we have sinus cavities right here, just right yeah, there. Yeah, you were right.
0: doing some strange things, like massaging I, around I here. I did.
1: And that's something we do on our ourselves. When we open up our sin, this is group, that's opening up the sinuses where we come down, and where the bone meets the cartilage here, and then I wait. And when I teach people how to work on each other, I say, just put your hand on your body and wait. And you wait till the soft part of your finger softens into the soft part. They both soften to your, where you're touching softens and your finger softens. And then you can do little lines. You can do little circles. And on you, what I did is I went down on two fingers and I followed the bone of the ridge. And what, I, what I'm working with is the fascia. Fascia is a connective tissue. And I melt the fascia, and I come down, and the ridge comes all the way down. It comes around. And it creates space. That creates space for all of the orbital ridge here, all of these muscles in here, and in turn, it creates space for the jaw. And so, what does that do if you're opening up
0: the nasal cavity?
1: When you open up the nasal cavity, you bring circulation there. When you bring circulation there, it's not as tight. It can soften. Because when it's tight, it pulls on the jaw. And more importantly, because that's obvious. It's obvious. What's well, not so obvious is that same thing pulls on our cranial plates, all the cranial plates. So when, so one of the first things that I do with a headache, well, first I want to feel the head. When well, there's an algorithm again, I want to feel the head. I want to feel where the tightness is. I want to feel, I want to feel where the heat is in your head. I want to feel where your head is cold, and I want to feel. Um, my hands are. I've been. I've worked on a lot of bodies, so have, my hands are more tumor. I feel movement. Our cranial plates do move. Just like those bridges in what in, in, in cities that have four seasons, they have these, they have spaces in the bridge for, for the bridge to contract in the cold and it, uh, for expand and contract. Our cranial plates, the sutures, look almost like those things on the bridge, and they do expand and they contract. And so that movement helps generate our homeostasis, helps generate an, uh, our acclimation to whatever, going from air conditioning to the other room even even different parts of the same room have different circulations. That's our, our cranial plates respond to that. Going outside the sun, hitting our head, putting a hat on, or being in the cold responds to all that. And and more. This is to simplify it. When I go into the sinus cavities, when I go in here, it create it allows space for the cranial plates not to be so congested. And then it also frees up the job. That's
0: wonderful. Okay, so for people at home who not really done any of this kind of work. Yeah. What, is, what are the basic steps that you've be doing? You mentioned yoga?:
1: Yes. You mentioned Tai Chi.: Yes. I have an answer, and it precedes both of those. The number one thing is just notice, and it's not some esoteric or positive thinking. When we notice our bodies, it is now proven, energy follows thought. If you didn't have any experience in knowing how to work with the body, never mind your own. If you just notice that you have a tightness, if you go into any body part that's painful, if you go into it, you drop into it, you feel it, it'll go away, always on everybody. So if you have pain here, you drop into it. I feel that pain. and You drop into it, the pain goes away, and then you're okay. Then it comes back. You can anybody watching can also do that right now. Go into any body part and. The pain will go away. Of course, it's going to come back because it's there as a result of a pattern. But energy follows thought. So when you notice things, and you notice them often enough, your body, well, actually, it starts even immediately. Our bodies will make micro-adjustments to bring more chi and more circulation. So if you notice a body part, just noticing it brings more chi there. Even if it's tight, noticing it brings more chi. That precedes the yoga because the reason why I wanted to share that with you is if you take this tight body into yoga, whatever got you the tight body, you're taking those patterns into the yoga class. Unless you have an extraordinary teacher and they exist, the teacher will see that you're taking those patterns and she'll say, she might touch you, he or she, uh, he or she may make a suggestion and they'll guide you to move differently. They may even guide you into the 90, 90, the hydration pose to bring more fluids into your body. So yoga is excellent but it, it's preceded by just by like, feeling your body, noticing your body. It's hard. You, putting a weight on our bellies mm-hmm. helps have that external stimulus so you, we can actually feel. like that's it. Having a nice weight, comfortable weight. Even, this is not very heavy. Even, can I put this here, please? Even a pillow. Even a pillow on your lap. See how you feel your lap? It's phenomenal. Feeling our bodies. I have beautiful friends and they don't have money because they're just like, oh, it's all love, and I, I love loving. It's not all love. It, I mean, it is all love. That one cover, but they don't pay their bills. <laughs> <laughs> and they're off in their heads. And I had this uh, one teacher, this dance teacher, who would say, you guys are just using your bodies to take your heads from room to room. I thought that was a good analogy. Most of our energy is up in here, not our chi. If you go and try and feel certain parts of your brain, it's a little bit... Effortful. You can feel them. What all this is, what I wanted to impress upon you by saying all this, feeling our body, uh, those people, I have them feel their bodies, their lives, they have money coming in. They have money. The more you're in your body, and these people are beautiful people, some of them are incredible musicians, and now they're in their body, and they're, they're having a completely different lifestyle. So you're
0: saying that the way our body is, and the way we take care of our body, the way the energy moves, actually affects us.
1: Abundant life. Uh, uh, success. Uh, that word that you mm. said is, is perfect. The more we're in our body, the more abundance. I have an extreme amount of abundance in my life. And, 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 and I'm also have, I also have some um, injuries. So I don't have chi going through my entire body. But I'm mindful and I, and I feel what I do feel. I do have some numbness. And that's why I got into body work. This happened when I was in an accident when I was a teenager. I look like I don't have any injuries because I move the chi. I feel my body, I, I drop in, I do uh, postures like that, and it pulls me in my body, and I'm grounded most of the time. I'm not grounded, sometimes I'm in situations situation where I'm not so grounded. That That is rare. But it's also, it, it's a huge process to get me on grounded. It's just like festivals sometimes and downstairs.
0: And you're, you're passionate, you're doing exactly yeah. what you love, which yeah. is, you know, no, this, is, yeah. this is what is absolutely yeah. showing your, yeah. your charisma and your sexiness. Yeah.
1: Yes, please. Thank you. Yes, please. Thank Thank you you. so much, Jason. My
0: pleasure. Thank you. Well, I feel all stretched out and sexy, and I've got my chi energy going. So I hope you love that. I hope you will try some of these poses. And if you listen to this on audio and you're not quite getting it, what we're talking about, you can always see the video interviews that we've done on galesacaray.com forward slash Podcast. So if you just go to my site, gailthackery.com, you'll be able to find all the video interviews, if that makes that a little easier. So I would love to get your feedback. I'd love to know what you thought about this episode, the other episodes, the things that you'd like me to do coming up. So please uh, write in, give me some notes, give me some feedback. I will feature your questions. Until next time, go out in the world and find your sexiness. (laughs) I love my life, my